God wants every single Christian to be strong. And the strength that we are talking about is not being strong as the world sees it. And the church should also be a place that can attract people to come and come again. Become interested in what your father is doing. Become interested in the fact that we want to operate Matthew chapter 6 verse 33. Seek him Christ the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness. Are you ready? Welcome to the Supernatural Word with Samuel B. Sawyer. Expect a positive change in your life through the power of God's word. He is the head pastor of the Rose of Sharon Cathedral, a branch of Catch the Anointing Center, one of the denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, founded by the prophets, Ducky Ward Mills. Today, he preaches about how to preach salvation on the topic, One Thing is Needful. Previously on the Supernatural Word, One Thing is Needful. Luke chapter 10, verse 38 came to pass as they went he entered into a certain city and what did he see a woman named martha received him into her house she had a sister called mary which also sat at jesus feet and heard his word martha was cumbered about with much serving and came to him as came to jesus and said lord does thou not care that my sister mary has left me to serve alone call her Bid her therefore that she help me. Listen, these are lessons for all of us in the church. Verse 41. Jesus answered and said unto him, unto her, sorry, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things. Verse 42 is where the scripture uh, for the title of the sermon comes from. In verse 42, what did Jesus Christ tell uh, Martha? He said, but one thing is needful. Everybody say one thing is needful. And Mary has chosen that good part. Wow. Which shall not be taken away from her. May you choose that good part in Jesus' name. Amen. Number one, that one thing is many people are busy about many unnecessary things whilst they neglect the one thing that is really important i'm a believer that many things are happening i repeat very slowly i am a believer that it takes many things to cause something to happen but listen in this sermon i'm telling you one thing is needful number two mary the one thing that was needful to her was to get the wisdom and knowledge of god and i suggest it to you i recommend it to you that one thing that you need, you thought that one thing you needed was skinny jeans. But I tell you that that one thing you need is the wisdom and the knowledge of God. Say the wisdom and the knowledge of God. Number three, there's usually one thing that keeps people away from God. Everybody begin to think, what is that one thing that keeps me away from God? Everyone, yours might be different from, from mine. Every, listen. Some of us, we need to identify that one thing and tell that one thing that, look, from today, this thing, you shall not keep me away from serving God. Say amen. This rich man who was met by Jesus was told by Jesus, one thing that lacks. One thing that lacks. In other words, there were many things. He said he was following all the commandments, but there was one thing. 
he was so tied to his possessions what is it that you are so tied to that you cannot disconnect number four one thing that is needful for you is to have a personal encounter with god if i had my own way i would have a whole camp on this one listen if you are here you can be going on borrowed encounters no problem in the bible we all have borrowed paul's encounter we have borrowed moses's encounter with god we have borrowed different people's encounter with God, which is good. You may even have borrowed your pastor's encounter. There's no problem. But a time comes, that is when you need your personal encounter. Everybody say, my personal encounter. Encounter where it is just you and God. Listen, at the end of everything, God is trying to remove everything, everybody away so that it is left with just you and him. Now, today's message. God will remove. Are you listening to me? And some people, when God is removing it, and they begin to complain. Throughout the Bible, look at somebody like Noah, or even Job. Job prided himself on how he used to serve God. Everything had to be removed. Everything, till at a point in time, he realized that it's just God. Are you listening to me? So instead of even waiting for God to remove it, why don't you remove it yourself? Oh yes. Why don't you remove it? Why don't you tell this thing? This thing and have your personal, private, individual encounter with God. Put your hands together for the Lord. You can only do that when you have the mind that it is you and God. Pastor, are you saying that we should forget about church? No, 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 no. You cannot forget about church. Church is primary. Church is what? It's primary. To our moving forward with the Lord. Because we need a fellowship of believers. We've been called not just to believe but to belong. Yeah. But at the base of it, it is your relationship. Say my relationship. And your relationship with God must not just stay at one level. What relationship is it that stays at one level? That relationship is stagnant. That relationship will soon one day dip. Yes. Any relationship that is just at one level. It doesn't there's no aspect, there's no, there's no dimensions, new dimensions, there's no new discoveries, there's no new... You remember that woman who was cooking for the husband and one day the husband came home and got very angry and when they were trying to resolve the case, then she started, she said, when we got married 10 years ago, Banku. And they were wondering what she was about to say then. She said, five years ago to Banku. Said so, uh, two months ago, banku. Two weeks, banku. Last week, banku. Yesterday, banku. Today, too, banku. Hey! Hey, but faster if he likes banku. Nah, it's not as real as that. Even the person who likes something every day, there needs to be some variety. Pastor, are we saying we should go for side check? Why do you change my message like that? All that I'm saying that every relationship needs to develop. That's what the Bible says, from grace to grace, from glory to glory. We all with open face, beholding us in a glass, the glory of God, we change into that image from glory to glory. I'm, I'm, I'm closing my service. How many of us are going to have a personal relationship? A personal encounter. That's, that's what I'm interested in. A personal encounter where you can say that I heard from God. I heard from God. What God is telling me. 
In the Bible, there was a prophet who, when God had told him something and a senior prophet said something else, he lost his life because he was not ready to hear from God directly. And but Pastor, me, I'm a small person. Oh, me, I'm just a child. I'm just 18 years old. I don't know how I'm going to hear from God. Start today. Start by doing your quiet time. Start by having the mind that I want to know God. I'm pursuing God. I'm following God. Start today. Start. Just like you would have pursued somebody. Just like you would have followed somebody. If you were interested in him or her. Or just like you would have tried to get to know more about your favorite soccer star. Listen, my sermon is very practical. Because some of you, how many of you like soccer? Soccer. At least a few people. And so, how, how many of you have you have some particular, particular stars? Wanna CR7? You see CR7, a human being who's called CR7. Who is CR7? What? Cristiano Ronaldo. My wife says ah. So, your my wife's level of knowing Cristiano Ronaldo is different from Brother Evans or Brother Daniel. She knows only Cristiano Ronaldo as a name. But you have even gone further. You have even another way. CR7. And I'm sure if you keep on asking, where is he? What country is he from? In the first place, is he a man or a woman? It's a man. Okay, that one you know. No, I'm asking my wife because there was something she said about World Cup. Well, the last World Cup, as some people were discussing, then some people kept on saying that, oh, Messi, Messi should be inside. Say, Messi should be inside. One more time, Messi should be inside. And my wife said, but soccer, why do you have to have Messi inside soccer? Hey! <laughs> I said, she thought Messi was just church something or Christian something. So I had to go to her and tell her that, please, Messi is the name of a soccer player. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hello. Once again, Christmas is with us as a blessing to be alive in spite of all the COVID and all the issues that are happening. The Bible says, for unto us, a child is born and unto us a son is given. The government shall be upon his shoulder. His name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. This Christmas we bring you greetings from the Rose of Sharon Cathedral and I want us to remember the fact that there's a love of God that has created this occasion for us where a child comes into the world, grows, and becomes a savior of mankind. Would you allow the Lord Jesus to be the government that is of you this season? I believe if you do, you are promised a life that is wonderful, a life full of peace, and eternal life. So this Christmas, I wish you all the best. And I wish you good life, and strength, and all things bright and beautiful. My name is Samuel Sawyer, the Bishop of Catch the Anointing Cathedral, Rose of Sharon. God bless you. But people have gone in their development of soccer to know CR7. 
they know the country he comes from. If I ask some of the people here, they won't even know. Sister Benedita, CR7, what country does he come from? Is he American? Is he European? Is he South American? Is he South African? Is he Ghanaian? At least you know he's not Ghanaian. He's not African. Is he South America? Is he from Brazil? Brazil? You don't know. Wow. What about you? Do you know? Spain. My wife says he's from Spain. Put your hands together for my wife. Oh. CR is not from Spain. Messi. No. Oh, no. Oh, no. By the way, I, I knew, but I just wanted to. <laughs> CR is from Portugal. Wow. May you know God like the way you know your favorite soccer star in Jesus' name. Sometimes I'm watching a movie and I'm so enamored. Forgive me for that word. Enamored. Say enamored. 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 It's like I'm so thrilled or excited or enthused. Which smaller word did you give me? I'm so, I'm so like excited about a particular actor or actress that I even stop the movie. Then I go on the internet and I'm checking. Maybe in the movie, the person is called whatever. Then I go and check for the real name. So who is this person? And I even read on the background. Yeah, that, I mean, that's me. I've shared a little bit of myself to you. You, you are Mr. Mystery Man. Yeah. So I know that she acted this or he acted that and that and that. I am going deeper into the movie. Sometimes I'm there, I'm just looking at the props. You know the props? The props is like the stage setup. Sometimes as I'm watching, I'm wondering, so where is the camera? Where could the camera be for this shot? Have you seen a shot that is like they have thrown something into your face like that? The thing comes at you like that. Yeah. Where do you think the camera was? And why didn't they hit the cameraman? All that I'm just wondering, how did they do it? Sometimes from the air. Sometimes from down beneath. Sometimes they open a fridge. Who has watched a movie? They have opened a fridge. And inside the fridge there was milk. And you could see the man's face taking the milk. Where, where, where was the camera? It definitely had to be inside the fridge. It had to be inside the fridge for them to be able to... You see, that place is how deep I go. Are you getting what I'm saying? May you go deeper with the Lord in Jesus' name. How many of us are going to have a personal encounter? Personal. Not just borrow my pastor says, my bishop says, my pastor says. My when are you going to say the Holy Spirit said? One day you shall say the Holy Spirit said. As I started, the Holy Spirit was telling me a lot of things. Some of it I couldn't understand. Some of it didn't make sense to me. But it's not supposed to make sense to me. I'm just supposed to obey them. I'm supposed to do what? Obey them. Noah. Do you think that when Noah was being told to build the ark, it made sense? Noah spent 120 years to build the ark. You can read the story of Noah from the book of Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 11, 1 to 5, 6. You will find Noah there. You can go to Genesis chapter 6. You would also find his story there. Are you listening to me? 120 years. There were things that had never happened before. First of all, it had never rained before. Hi. I would like to invite you to a wonderful convention 
this Sunday, happening right here at the Rose of Sharon Cathedral in Lamb. This is Sunday the 20th of December, as our Thanksgiving convention, and at 8 o'clock in the morning, and then also at 4 o'clock in the evening. That's going to be a time of refreshing, a time of strength, a time, a time of prophecy, and a time of all things bright and beautiful. Come with your family, come with your loved ones. 8 o'clock is that. And then we have another one in the evening at 4 p.m. 8 in the morning, 4 in the evening. Rose of Sharon Cathedral, right here in La Accra. My name is Samuel Sawyer, the Bishop of the Rose of Sharon Cathedral. God bless you, and we'll see you. The, Noah had never seen, it had never rained on the earth before. Pastor Robert, did you know that it had never rained? Rain, rain, rain as you know, rain. It had never rained before. Yeah. Genesis 2 6. But there went up a mist from the earth and watered the whole face of the earth. See me for a gift, whoever found it. It had never rained. And now, Noah was being told, I'm talking about have a personal encounter. Noah was being told, go and build an ark. 120 years. It had never rained, number one. Number two. He was not near any ocean. He was far away from any ocean. Wow. Number three, he had never seen a ship before. He was building the first ship. And can you imagine the criticism that came? They would have called Noah a madman. The city council would have called him and said he's destroying forests. But he obeyed. May you obey as you follow the Lord. You are looking at me. God is also looking at you. You see, Christianity is about having a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. This is on number four. Christianity is about seeing God and knowing God. Say seeing God and knowing God. Say we want to see. We want to see. Anyum Naira. We are liars. We are liars. We don't want to see Jesus lifted up. Yeah. You want to see Jesus lifted up and you didn't do your quiet time. I say, you want to see Jesus Christ lifted up and you didn't do your quiet time. Oh, oh. Next time you are singing that song, we'll take the microphone and then we'll take cello tape and cello tape your mouth. You won't say forgive. May you see Jesus in Jesus' name. May you pursue Jesus. May you follow after Jesus. May you search for him. In Isaiah 45 verse 15, the Bible says, Surely, Thou art a God that hideth thyself. Surely thou art what? A God that hideth thyself. As you are searching for God, Pastor Albert, he thought he was here. The next time he realized he's gone there. He thought he was a lion. The next time he's a lamb. Or he's a butterfly. He's a dove. As you approach him, poop, then he's gone. You need to keep on pursuing. That's what the Bible says. When we think that we, 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 we do not know him as we think we, 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 we do. We don't. As we keep on searching for him, then we'll find him. Bible says, can you give me this verse in Hosea, please? Hosea. Hosea chapter 6. I'm just about to close. I am putting a thirst in somebody to know God. Say a thirst. A hunger. Say a hunger. Oh, yes. Too many Christians, we do not want to have a personal encounter with God. We just want to make a noise. Many people know about God, they don't know God. They know about God, but they know. I, I don't think I know God. I don't think so. I'm still searching. I'm still pursuing. 
Bible says, everybody read with me, Hosea chapter 6 verse 3, 1, 2. Then shall we know if we stop our tongues. Okay, let's start again. Then shall we know if we join the choir. Okay, okay, okay. Let's start again. Then shall we know if we come for one convention. One of the most dangerous times of a Christian's life is after a program. Everyone say program. I say one of the most dangerous times of a Christian's life is what? After a program. Either a convention, a crusade, a rally, something. Why? Because it's like for three days or for two days, we have some special program. Oil has been poured on us. So now I can just break. I can just relax. It's very dangerous. But rather that is the time you need to go higher. May you go higher and higher in Jesus' name. May you have a desire to search and to follow. Bible says, then shall we know if we follow on to know the Lord. Number what? Number five. One thing that is needful is for us to sacrifice so that we can have treasures in heaven. I like this one. Sacrifice so that we can have what? Treasures in heaven. It is time to take up your cross, deny yourself and follow Jesus. And then number six, as we close, one thing that is needful is to dwell in the house of the Lord forever and to spend eternity with God. I repeat, to dwell, say after me, to dwell in the house of the Lord and to spend eternity with God. Will you dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of your life? Would you? Or you want to stay at Trasaco all the days of your life? I say, would you, if you had a choice, heaven and Trasaco, which one would you choose? They say, so many people want to go to heaven, nobody wants to die. Will you dwell in the house of the devil all the days of your life? I ask you a question, will you dwell in the house of the devil all the days of your life? Would you dwell in the house of the devil all the days of your life? Why is it that, that you keep on visiting his cousin's house? What's the devil's cousin? I don't know. You know. Discos, maybe. Um, brothels, maybe. I don't know. Gambling places. Where the devil is in operation. We are looking at me. Choose Jesus Christ and you will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Hallelujah. So since we are going to dwell in the house of the Lord, the Lord forever. Do you know what we are going to do? Psalm 27 verse 4 says, One thing have I desired the Lord and that would I seek after to dwell in his house and to inquire in his temple. How many of you want to dwell in the house of the Lord forever? Please lift up your hands. If you want to dwell in the house of the Lord forever, please. I want to see. I want to see. If you don't want to dwell in the house of the Lord, probably you want to dwell in the devil's house. Okay. Since everybody wants to dwell in the house of the Lord forever, bye-bye. Me, I'm going home. Put your hands together, stand to your feet. Thank you for watching this message. Today we learned that one thing that is needful is for us to sacrifice so that we can have treasures in heaven. One thing that is needful is to dwell in the house of the Lord forever and spend eternity with God. Join us same time next week. God bless you. Hi, I believe you've heard a life transforming message. I'd like to pray with you. To give your life to Jesus. The Bible says, As appointed unto man 
once to die and after that judgment what would your judgment be i pray god will receive you let's pray close your eyes say after me say lord jesus i thank you you died for me a sinner you gave your life for my sake forgive me have mercy on me write my name in the book of life i'll follow you all the days of my life in jesus name i pray if you pray this prayer you're now a child of god i'd like to invite you to visit us at the catch the anointing center la in accra that's the rose of sharon cathedral or find a bible believing church nearby and let's worship god together hope to see you in this world or in the world to come god bless you my name is samuel sawyer see you thanks for your time faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of god use your faith to move all mountains in your way to contact us for counseling prayers and ministry materials by bishop dakiwood mills such as the macarius the mantano and the latest edition speak the word that is macarius in audio format and also samuel sawyer's book winning the battles of life Call or message us on plus 233-248-906-776 or send an email to sambisoya at gmail.com. Finally, write to us and share your testimony on how this broadcast has been a blessing to you. See you next time and stay blessed.